there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money. This show is presented by DraftKings in this hour. A lot of NFL and college football. We'll get to what the NFL playoff numbers would look like if the games were played this week coming up here in a few minutes. We just talked about this in the previous hour. Our buddy, uh, Matt Humans brought this up. He said, how was Jalen Hurts plus 115 to win the MVP today? Yeah. And as he pointed out, he has 14 turnovers already on the season. And if you're watching, uh, he, he was awesome. They came back and won. He made some huge plays on the stretch against the Bills. They are 10-1. and one. I know it's a team game, but that's incredible. 14 straight, 15 straight wins against teams with a winning record. I like what you that's said. That's a hell of a job. Going back to a primetime game much earlier this year against Tampa Bay when it was nothing but pro money coming on Tampa, and you said on the air, you're like, Jalen Hurts is a winner. Like, what, what, I mean, that has to factor for something. Tampa Bay stinks. Yeah. It's Philadelphia, whatever. We on, you went on this rant, we also, and they yeah. won, and they covered that game. Yep. He also has character. And he, a lot of people, how they would have handled the situation in Alabama. He did it with class, and then after losing the job, he picked himself up, transferred, and that sure. agree. And and I know you were high on him his rookie year. Oh boy, big which time. Uh, Doug Peterson re- didn't play him. You know, when he threw him in there, it was too late. The love affair with Wentz. Yep. But certainly, it's credit to Sirianni too and Johnson doing a better job calling the plays. But to, to go through this schedule and the record that they have, but uh, it, it's hard. I know what Matt's saying, but this is hard, and I cannot believe McCaffrey. Has better odds than Purdy to win MVP. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Who's we, your MVP? It's tough. It can't be Mahomes. Not at this whole, point. No, whole, it can't be Mahomes. It's all. No. It's got to be liabilities. Some of it too. The whole storyline is what's going on with this offense. Can they get it figured out? Are He's, we? Are we sure it's Lamar Jackson? Like his. If you look at his no, numbers, his numbers are not jumping off bad. the page. Yeah. I don't think it's two at this point. I thought Harbaugh was atrocious. By the way, Sunday night. Some fourth and inches. You don't go for it. Yeah. Right. What are you doing? He's really turned into that guy now, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I know. Huh? And then Tucker misses a field goal, but that was just they were begging to get beaten that game, and the Chargers couldn't take advantage. Well, I can't get Tua. Tua can't do it. they got to beat a good team. I don't think he's, yeah. Can't do it. I don't care what the numbers say. I'll you haven't you. beat a team above 500 since week three of last year. The guy who can do it is right behind him. The way that Dak is playing. Yeah. Dak's putting up big numbers. Ball, but numbers. again, I could say the same thing, though. You're going to beat a good team, though? You know, it's going to start. You get Seattle here at home. Not a great team, but uh, – and then you you have Philadelphia at home. Do you like them against Philly in that game? Yeah, I think they'll win. So do I. I think the schedule's going to catch up with Philly. And what is it, 13 straight home wins for Dallas? I think they'll get it done, and they'll be able to move the ball. Now, I, I think if we go down the list, I think you'd still have to – you can't rule out Stroud and Lawrence. And they might just say, well, we're going to give Stroud offensive rookie of the year and call it good. If they win 10-11 games, which is very much in play, with the numbers he puts up every week, 
I want to see what his numbers look like at the end of the year. Yeah, I, I would say this about the, the Texans and, and, and C.J. Stroud. I would not panic after the loss last week. They have a lot of winnable games coming up on the schedule. Yes. That can be a playoff team. And that's a big game against Denver at home. Yeah. They should be a playoff team when you uh, look at the schedule. What and I w- that might be an enormous game when they close against the Colts. I'll try to dive into this this week. I wonder how many like non-first-place finishers have won the MVP. Like I'm looking at Dak Prescott. Do they Would they look at a guy, like let's say they finish with 11 wins, Philly wins 13. Are they going to look at Dak and say he can still win the MVP over Jalen Hurts? Would voters have a... Would they be okay with that? Yeah. I don't know how many times a second place or a third place guy has won. Yeah. Probably not very often. I would I would have no problem as a voter, though, if, if considering how bad it's been for Houston, if you can go from three wins to a 10 or 11, and it's because of this guy and throwing for 350 every week. I know. Right? And, and what if uh, Jacksonville gets the one seed? No? Can't get there? I don't think he's going to have the numbers. Numbers won't, okay. The numbers won't be there. Unless unless he does exactly this year what happened last year down the stretch. When they took off, they were blazing hot. Guy was playing out of his mind. Then maybe. Maybe he can get in the mix. I don't know if he can win it, but maybe his name, you know, maybe 30-1 to turns into 8-1 to in the next month or so. They have a huge game. If they can, they've had a couple of big tests, and they failed, you know, they failed against KC that wasn't all his fault, and against the 49ers in dramatic fashion. I mean, they just got destroyed in that game. If it goes, in, you know, if they if That's it true. looks ugly against Baltimore, then forget about That's it. That's true. So to back up a second, though, I mean, let's who look who plays Sunday. What if Purdy throws for 330 and they win the game and he beats Hurts? Sure. There you go, right? And they get the one seed. How does Purdy not jump ahead of Hurts? It's 17 to one. I think is asinine. I don't I, look. And I, I think they're going to win the game. I'm a humans. And I think he's going to put up. I mean, Sam Howell moved it on him right twice. So I think they're going to move the ball through the air. And again, I I can't get away from this. To me, it's enormous. They've had this circled for a year and won't shut up about it. In the off season, we were going to light him up. And then he got hurt. Huge revenge spot. So that's right. Yeah, they were really impacted by that, and that carried over big time into the off season. They circled this game. There's no question. I mean, I would say I'm not going to sit here and like scream from the mountaintops about Brock Purdy, but if Purdy's awesome. Puts up great numbers. They win the game. Look, I agree with you on social media that he's not the best player on his own team. They have several players who might be better than him, but you cannot deny a quarterback's numbers at this point like his. Well, it didn't look like this with Garoppolo, and, and certainly not at didn't all. look like this with Lance. Offensive player of the year. McCaffrey's a dollar five. Tyree Kill is plus one oh five. Yeah, unfortunately for me, I think it's down to both those guys. No, Lamb can't do it. I don't. Not I, enough. Too late. Uh, no, but maybe, maybe. But all I mean, right. if Hill stays healthy, what is he going to do? You're going to deny a guy with two thousand yards and fifteen touchdowns? Yeah. yeah. Good luck with that. Or McCaffrey might have twenty three right. touchdowns. Who knows? Yeah. He'll so, have, unless he gets hurt, he'll have better numbers than Lamb. Okay. Yeah, tough to make a case down the board. Um, A.J. Brown was climbing up big time, but I think that kind of fell off a little bit as well. How is Dan Campbell? I'm sorry. Dan Campbell <laughs> should yep. have plummeted after what happened on Thanksgiving Day. Liability, though. That's everyone betting it nonstop uh, in the summer and, and continuing to do it for much of the season. I'm with you. He can't be the favorite. He's plus 125? This is a good race. I'll tell you the guy. It's got to be UNLV, UNLV's own Shane Steichen at 13-1. to 1. I mean, Mitch, they're going to win 10 games. And they lost Richardson. He's doing this with with Minshew. Yeah. 13 don't to look 1. Now, don't look now. Minshew kind of stinks. Yeah, I know. He's not good. I, I'm telling you, if they can win 10 games and they have the huge game going to Tennessee, Tennessee's 4-1 and one at home. But they if they get to 10 wins, I might have to go Steichen. Now, it depends what happens there between Indy and Houston. Maybe they both get in. I don't know. But Ryan maybe doesn't doesn't have to make the playoffs because of the great turnaround we've seen. But again, same thing with Tua, same thing with McDaniel. You got to beat somebody good. And I'm, I'm down on Campbell. You're right; that was horrible on national TV. And um, and I w- Sirianni wasn't even in the running last year, which I couldn't believe at the end. So right. And we thought he was going to get it. Because he was odds-on leading up to the end of the season. Wasn't he like $4 at one point? It was big. $4 favorite. Yeah. So he's 10-1. to 1. This is wide open. And, and I guess you can't rule out Tomlin, too. Well, that's – okay. So I know we've thrown around a lot of names this year. I was high on Kevin O'Connell recently. That's probably adios at this point after the game last night. I've made three bets so far. 
Mike McDaniel is my best shot. I don't want to keep adding guys and just have like, it's going to be at this point, it's going to be a golf tournament where I have nine guys. And if I lose, it's going to be ridiculous. But um, Tomlin absolutely is live. That team, again, that, look at their schedule. They might win 11 games. Yep. So if they're a playoff team, he can win it. But you, I mean, what do you want to get nuts here with the Broncos? If the Broncos make the playoffs, folks, and I don't know, let's just say, let's get silly here for a second. What if they win 10 games and make the playoffs? Does Sean Payton not get votes? If you look at their... Oh, he has to. Their advanced metrics. Uh, well, well, if you look at DVOA, it was so bad for the first month. It doesn't matter how good it's been in the last four or five games. The numbers were so bad, they're still ranked year, you know, right. from... Opening week till right now is one of the worst defensive teams in football. Yeah, we said it yesterday. You gave up 31 to the Jets at home. Come on. But, yeah, to, to give up 80 points during this winning streak, this five-game winning streak, forget about how bad it was with Hackett and if you get him in the playoffs. I just bought the in-season turnaround. This is this – you're gonna, you're gonna, there's going to be a fire sale. You're going to trade everyone. The reports come out. They can't stand Peyton. You're one in five. Whoops. Yep. We got a winning record. If we beat Den, If we beat Houston, we can make the playoffs. Yeah. Absolutely, I'm Incredible with you. Incredible job. Yep. And comeback player of the year now, Aaron Rodgers, is down to 10-1. Oh, God. Okay. So, again, this is why I, I got to call out Salah and I guess Douglas and Woody Johnson about why didn't you make the quarterback change earlier. There were guys out there. You could have grabbed someone, bringing a veteran. Why did you bring Wilson back? But it's, so he says he wants to be back at practice by early December, and he has targeted the game against Washington on Christmas Eve. He wants to play Christmas Eve. Salah says if the doctors clear him, he'll play. Yeah. Okay. Is that that is that good enough to win the award? Play a couple games? I don't know. I don't know. This is wild. You got you got to cross off Dobbs. I mean, four interceptions on national TV and the reason they lost and just he was let go by Arizona. I it, I can't get there. And then Hamlin can't get on the field. He's played what I think in two games so far this year. Huh? I'm still, man. I go back to Peter King's column all the time. Before the season started, if he plays one snap, shot it down, he's going to win the award. He played 18 snaps on special teams in one game and came back against uh, the Broncos in prime time. Had a tackle in that game, played some defense, and he's still minus 175. I don't know if Rodgers comes back and makes a start. Let's say he does play the game. Is that is that it then? Does he win the award? Does everything we thought about Hamlin go yeah. out the window? Because we've never seen this before. He would he would miss what three and a half months with an Achilles? Yeah, he would be the new uh, the the test. I don't know the test dummy. I think common sense will prevail and say why with this offensive line? Why would you? Why we're not going to allow it? People are talking about like legacy. Oh God! What this could mean after he retires? Who's going to think how, of how that? Pe- how people would uh, think? I don't. I don't. Know. If you're if you have five wins on the year, who cares? Right. So I promise you, we will get to what the playoff numbers would look like, point spreads, if they started today coming up next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. 
Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. I go every week. I love to buy gifts for people because everyone likes to drink. And at Total Wine, they are the real deal. Spirits, beer, and more. Lowest prices for over 30 years. Find what you love. Love what you find. Please drink responsibly. Got to be 21. Unbelievable customer service. The selection. I don't know much about alcohol. And I need uh, you know help going in there when someone wants the special whiskey or what have you. And I uh, love the staff and everything they have to offer. Total Wine. Spirits, beer, and more. Welcome aboard. Thanks for joining the team. Okay, here we go. So I reached out to Jeff Sherman and Ed Sammons, who uh, are odds makers at the Westgate, and I know Stucky was tweeting this about this as well. The the playoff matchups right now and what the numbers would be. Before last night's game, they make the Lions five and a half at home to the Vikings, which, okay, <laughs> right? That was ugly, but prisoner of the moment, terrible. Uh, will it be Mullins or Dobbs moving forward? What Dobbs will we get? Will it be the guy who looked so good against Atlanta and Denver or the guy who was just atrocious against Chicago and, and, and the Lions? All the way around. Silly turnovers gave the Green Bay the game early on. Bad defensive performance, and Campbell lost his mind as well. But that, I could only look at Detroit in that spot. So and I don't think that's the number now, obviously. Here's what is uh, interesting is that those two teams still have to play twice. Yes, good point. Two out of the last three weeks, including what the final uh, regular season right. week of the year. Yeah. So then in theory, and I think it's, it's kind of likely, the Lions are going to end up with a three seed probably the way it looks. So the Vikings could easily land at number six. I think the Seahawks missed the playoffs more on that coming up in a minute. So if that happens, we're talking about three games in four weeks between these two teams, and they're just going to play the week before. What, kind of, what are we going to see from those? If, like, if it's already set in stone is what I'm saying here. Yeah. What are we going to get from that, those two teams in those you know, two, two games that we got to see yet? Yeah, yeah. It's going to be... And I didn't. I didn't have to, right. I didn't have to ask him about the uh, the two seven, which was San Francisco and Seattle, because uh, San Francisco's beat them four in a row, and it's been ugly. And it was ugly last year in the playoff loss for Seattle as well. Dallas would be nine and a half at Atlanta. Have to be. I would actually think the number would be ten. Anything below that, Paul, it's suitcase bet time. At what point, and maybe this will be the perfect storm because it's going to affect Jerry Jones, but it did last year too. But they won the game. Remember, they had to go to Tampa. Tampa was under 500. If this continues to happen every year, why? how do the owners allow this in the competition committee? What, we're going to have 8-9 and nine host uh, an 11-12 win team again? That makes no sense. I mean, it just please, give Dallas the home game. But if Dallas loses, maybe Jerry will throw a fit and get that fixed. Well, because let's think about this for a second. If that game is like seven, are you not going to make Dallas minus seven like one of the biggest bets of the entire year? Everybody would. Uh-huh. Now, if it's between seven and a half and eight and a half, is that not going to be on every single teaser in the world as well? I would think yes. So this number has to be, okay. it, to me, it's got to be a touching 10. All right. AFC. Chiefs would be 10 and a half, 11 and a half against the Colts. I would not like uh, the offense's chances for the Colts in that game. Minshew's going to do nothing. That's right. I, I would, would look. You know what? Because of the Colts and how they play games, you might get a juiced-up total. I'd look to play the under in the game. That'd be my first thought. Weather scenario. Yep. I'm with you there. And uh, they got off to a slow start, but the Kansas City defense has been awesome. 
and they shut down the Raiders in the second half. Now, this was, um, I thought they made this too low because, again, uh, Stucky tweeted this yesterday. Stucky made the game nine. The guys at the Westgate made it six and a half. Miami at home to Pittsburgh. Well, I certainly have to see a little bit more now. I mean, it's it's one game, It's and this happens a lot. In well, it's any, hilarious, in any sport. Oh, no, I it know. It was 44 games in a row. You fire Canada, and you have 40, 400 yards. I mean, come Ima- on. Imagine a picket does a total 180, and the offense now hums for like 400 yards every single game. Then I, I'll I, change my tune a little bit. Yeah, but. I, I, I still see the same thing, though. I mean, he just he th- nothing but sideline passes. Everything is every like time back drops, shoulder yeah. throw to, the, to Pickens or something. Right, right. I mean, one, there was one shallow, shallow crossing route to Johnson, which was a horrible throw, a great catch, but it's still, look where he throws the now, ball, a majority of the passes. Yeah, so, again, thoughts on this would be Dolphins, the passing game against that defense, might not light the world on fire. And also, they lost Jalen Phillips on the defensive side of the ball. That's a killer. Yeah, They're yeah. also going to bring in Jason Pierre-Paul. This was as of last night. Uh, I don't know what he has left in the tank. But the, the Dolphins' defense, if healthy, oh, yeah. I, it's a really good unit. Yep. Look at the numbers since Ramsey came back. Yeah. And you got Fangio. No doubt. And this was a hard to make a number on because of all the injuries with Cleveland right now. But they made Jacksonville six and a half against the Browns. Joe Flacco's going to start maybe against the Rams? Huh. Just signed him. And, and I guess our guy Chernoff was saying he's an upgrade over P.J. Walker. So but he's a statue. Can you protect him? That's number one. But, you know, Garrett's banged up. I th- he should be okay, though. But it's how many injuries can you take here and how many guys can do- go down for the Brownies? If if that team is healthy, first of all, they wouldn't be the sixth seed. They'd be better than that. So this matchup probably would not be happening. But if we could get a healthy Jacksonville versus healthy Cleveland team in the first round, that's the best game of the playoffs in yep. the first round. Yep. That's an elite matchup. And I would actually expect the Browns to win that game. If they had everybody, they had Watson, and the guys weren't hurt on defense, and I would like Cleveland to win that game. I think Ram, that, Rams five and a half? I talked to a mutual friend. He goes, that is outrageous, that point spread. Outrageous. Flacco or no Flacco? Yeah. It's extremely high. Now, they took Durs buyback yesterday, and I would agree with that. There was a pick em before? I, I, I'd, I'd feel better with P.J. Walker. I, I That's the thing is, I, and, and we'll talk to Adam Chernoff on Friday. Joe but he, Flacco was so bad with the Jets. So I think the thing is, uh, and Adam said that on his podcast this morning. He said it's by default Flacco's an upgrade over Walker. I just think Adam is so low on PJ Walker. I think he has him graded as like the lowest quarterback in the NFL, and maybe the lowest quarterback that he's ever seen. He can move, though. Yeah, that's he can scoot. Flat- he can get him out of the pocket and do some bootleg stuff, which you can't do with Flacco. And the other thing is, it was on Stefanski. I mean, again, Sanchez all over Stefanski a Sunday, and he's right. You're running this gadget stuff. You're gashing them on the ground. Right. That's what you should be doing. Low-scoring games, you know, like the Pittsburgh game. Sure. How you beat San? The guy beat San Francisco. So Sanchez is right. You're two and one with Walker, and you had a you had the ball with three minutes left in Seattle with the lead. So run the ball, go conservative, don't turn it over. And with that defense, you're going to be a playoff team and have a chance. Yep. Totally agree. So now the updated yes/no to make the playoffs. I mentioned the Seahawks. I don't think they're going to make it. Yeah. They're a. Um, I think they're a below average football team at this point. They're minus one fifty to miss. Well, and, they should be above average, but it's the quarterback play. Oh, I would agree. Yeah. And it's going They're gonna. It's a shame that because they're gonna waste this defense, and the I, Walker injury is enormous as well. So I'm with you. The schedule's too tough. Yeah, I think they're gonna fall out. And so the Packers are today. I can't believe I'm saying this. The Packers are minus 105 to make the playoffs. To make it. They're 5-6. and six. As I said yesterday, I think they get in. Don't bet them today. They likely lose to the Chiefs. You'll get a better number after this week. Right. And then they can... I, I don't think they have to run the table, but they'll be 5-7 and seven at that point. I think they still have four absolutely winnable games on their schedule. At the Giants on Monday night, Tampa... At Carolina, at Minnesota, Chicago at home. <laughs> they can do this. Yes. And do you have to be 9-8 and eight to make the NFC playoffs? No. No, you do not. There might be a chance where an 8-9 team could squeak in. Right. That is possible. The uh, Vikings after last night, they're minus 120 to make the Killer playoffs. Wasps. Killer. 
devastating loss. Oh, I think if you if they won that game last night, you can etch it in stone. They're a, right. they're a playoff team. And they got tough games coming up, and now you have questions at the quarterback position. You should be able to get by the Raiders. Uh, what's Detroit going to do in Week 18? You got that Green Bay game as well? Hmm? I don't know. Updated teams in the AFC. Broncos are plus 125 to make. Pittsburgh now minus 235 to make the playoffs. The Colts are even money. Wow. Yeah. Bills are at plus 475 to make. Yes. And that, that's because they're going to they're gonna have to run the table, folks, as I keep saying, because they lose all tiebreakers. And that's why you see the odds also with, with the Colts and the Texans who have an easy schedule. But Buffalo's good. They have five conference losses. They lose every tiebreaker. Okay. Uh, the, yep. the Texans are at minus 110. I can't believe all, another phrase I can't believe I'm going to say. You're telling me that the AFC South might get three teams in the playoffs? Yeah. Based on schedules and where the teams are sitting right now, <laughs> the Colts and Texans can win 10 games. I loved Houston under. I love the Colts win total under. They're going to get three teams yeah, in the playoffs? Yeah, I know. Oh, come on. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's lining up that way. For five months, we said there's no chance they get two teams in the playoffs. <laughs> now they're going to get three? What were the odds on the AFC South to have three playoff teams before the season started? <laughs> Come on. Thousand to one. I, 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 I know. Yeah. Well, no Bills, no Bengals, yep. no Chargers. Opens everything up here. <laughs> and, right? No Watson. I mean, this it's, is, it's actually this quite possible to happen. Yeah. It's week 13. I can't believe we're having this discussion. I've got to be the favorite. With the, so it might many, be, so many yes. winnable games the rest of the way with the schedule game. All right, Paul Stone's going to join us next. We'll get uh, some of his best bets for championship weekend coming up here on VEASAN. This is Follow the Money on VEASAN. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from every host and guest. Unlimited access to the VEASAN.com slash picks page. Sort by sport, matchup, date, and more. Check the leaderboard to view betting records, profit, ROI, and who has the hot hand. Pro picks, betting splits, bear videos. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. The Black Friday special is on through May 1st. Everything we do, $60. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. College football here with professional sports better Paul Stone. He's on X at Paul Stone Sports. His podcast is also called the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. Uh, Mr. Stone, thanks for the time today. As always, we appreciate it. Let's begin Friday night out, uh, out here in Las Vegas, Pac-12 championship game. If you want to go back to the first time these two teams played in the regular season, you came on the air, made a case for the Huskies at two and a half at the time. Well, they won, and they covered that number. So now the Ducks are laying nine and a half. This adjustment to the power rating just seems astronomical. But take us through this now, how you've adjusted both teams in the power rating and your angle here on the Pac-12 title game. Well, first of all, looking back uh, midst of that first meeting a month and a half ago there in Seattle, I was probably fortunate in Washington betters who, who had the Huskies at minus two and a half, probably fortunate to get the money mm-hmm. there. Uh, the Ducks outgained uh, the Huskies 541 to 415 in that game. But you look at the past six games, Washington has certainly sputtered at times. Oregon continues to be dominant. Looking at Washington's past six, Arizona State leads Washington 7-6 to six in Seattle with under 10 minutes to go. The next week, uh, the Huskies struggle at Stanford, uh, led by just two points late in the game. Next week after that, they're tied with USC at 42 after, after three quarters uh, against the depleted Utah uh, team. The next week, they trail at the half, 28-24. Last week, uh, two weeks ago, rather, probably their best uh, showing the last half of the season at Oregon State in Corvallis, in control most of the game, win that game 22-20. And then this past Saturday in the Apple Cup, facing a struggling Washington State team, a Cougar team that has lost six of his last seven games, obviously needed that final play, 42-yard field goal to win 24-21. Meanwhile, you look at this Oregon team, excuse me, playing the same caliber of Pac-12 teams. They haven't really been challenged at all the last half of the season. They've won their last six games by an average of 26 points a game. The only of those, the only one of those six games decided by fewer than 14 points. 
They led USC 36-14 to before two late touchdowns by the Trojans. You look at this team, you look at this game, power rating-wise, just isolating the last six games, fellas, Oregon's power rating, and this is based on strength of opponent and margin of victory, their power rating is 20 points higher than Washington's the last six games by my metrics. Certainly not saying they should be favored by 20 points. Certainly not saying they're going to win by 20 points. But I like Oregon to win this game by double digits. They're a one-loss team. I think we'd all agree the winner of this game gets in the playoff, but they might score that late touchdown Mm. just for an exclamation point if they need to. I think Oregon playing much better football than Washington right now. I think they get the job done Friday night in Vegas. Hope you're right. How close is Oregon to Georgia, in your opinion? I've got Georgia, I think, one point higher than than Oregon. They are unquestionably, from a power rating standpoint, the top two teams in the nation. Uh, Oregon's just a complete football team. I mean, they are balanced. They're they're exceptional both offensively and defensively. They have the big-time quarterback in Bo Nix, and they're just playing with so much confidence that uh, I wouldn't want to play those guys. I think they're a, a team that might win the national championship. All right, very good. Okay, so your son was hurt, the uh, quarterback of SMU. Stone is out. Tulane takes on SMU. Tulane 11-1 and this year. I asked Brad Powers, what does Stone mean? He said three and a half, but the market thinks it's more. Your thoughts on Mitchell and now the line with Tulane up to five and a half, six. Take it away, please. Yeah, I think it's about – I've got it a little bit more of a, uh, a difference than, than Brad does there. I've got it about a five or a five-and-a-half point uh, difference. Okay. You know, you look at Kevin Jennings, a guy who was lightly recruited out of Dallas South Oak Cliff High School, actually committed to, to Bobby Petrino in Missouri State uh, before uh, changing his commitment to SMU. So uh, didn't get a whole lot of offers. He's a redshirt freshman, played in a total of 10 games in the last two years, mostly in mop-up duty. He's been impressive. But he hadn't faced anything like this. You know, he's been uh, going up against overmatched opponents, mostly in mop-up duty. So you've got Jennings, an unknown quantity, kind of a wild card on one sideline. You've got Tulane quarterback Michael Pratt. He is a proven commodity, a fourth-year starter with 43 career starts, thrown for over 9,300 career yards, rushed for another 1,200. So a true dual-threat guy. Um you know, you look at uh, Tulane's season, they've only lost one game this year. Back in week two, they lost at home to Ole Miss, 37-20, to 20, I believe it was. That game was tied at 17 after three quarters. And very mm-hmm. important to point out, Michael Pratt didn't play in that game. Yep. Uh, he was out due to injury. Kai Horton played the whole game. So you look at it, in summation, Tulane, the decided advantage at quarterback, playing at home, perhaps has the coaching edge as well with Willie Fritz. They're 23-3 and three straight up over the last two seasons. I made Tulane minus seven. They're five and a half still at a couple of places. I like Tulane minus five and a half over SMU. All right, I'm with you on that one, sir. Thanks for cleaning that up. I said Mitchell, it is uh, Jennings. Okay, Louisville and Florida State. Florida State uh, opened six and a half. It's down to two and a half, and the total is 49. It was a win, but it was ugly, and they had problems moving the ball against Florida. What do you think of the total in the uh, ACC title game, please. Yeah, I'm going to look at the under 49 here, uh, Paulie. These teams both sound defensively, both rank in the top 30 uh, in total defense. Uh, Florida State gives up 323 yards a game to rank 20th. Louisville, 328 yards per game allowed to rank 26th. Louisville, important to note as well, only gives up 97 yards per game rushing. They rank 10th in rushing defense nationally, allow just 3.3 yards per rush. You look at Tate uh, Rodemaker's only career start last week against an extremely suspect, uh, to put it kindly, Florida defense. In that game, the Seminoles scored 24 points, finished with 224 yards on 57 plays, only averaged 3.9 yards per play. So 224 yards, 3.9 yards per play. In Florida's previous five games against South Carolina, Georgia, Arkansas, LSU, and Missouri, the Gators allowed an average of over 41 points a game and an average of over 528 yards per game. So all five of those teams gained at least 465 yards versus the Gators more than twice 
the 224 game by the Seminoles this past weekend. So that just shows you kind of where they were. Rodemaker's going to be better this week, I think, in terms of preparation and so forth against Louisville. But Louisville much better defensively than Florida. I've got a formula that projects only 125 plays in this game. I look for a low-scoring game, first team to 24, perhaps gets the victory, take the under 49 in Charlotte Saturday night. Very good. Wrapping it up here with uh, professional sports better Paul Stone. As we say all the time, you're Mr. Texas. Uh, you go to plenty of uh, Longhorns games. You covered the team for a long time. This is a, now a 15-point spread against Oklahoma State in the Big 12 title game. I, I don't know. Paulie and I talked about this an hour ago. Like, it's just Is that out of control, in your opinion? Or just based on power ratings at this point, does it make sense to you? I tell you, I hadn't punched it in yet, Mitch, but it's out of control. I mean, I made this line ten and a half, Texas minus ten and a half, and admittedly, I was probably a little bit light. I maybe should have been eleven and a half, but I just think there's so much recency bias in this line. I think people are seeing Texas Tech score another touchdown last week against Texas Tech and Oklahoma State struggling against BYU, and not accounting for those previous eleven games that these teams played. Oklahoma State 21-9 and nine against the spread as a dog since the start of 2015. In the last five meetings between these teams, I mean, Mike Gundy's had Texas's number. In the last five meetings, Oklahoma State's been an underdog four times versus Texas. They've covered all four. They've won three of them outright. Wow. They've never been a double-digit underdog in those uh, five meetings. But certainly, I mean, this thing, again, like you said, it's out of control. I'm, I haven't pressed it in yet, but I'm probably going to be backing uh, those Cowboys plus 15. You can follow Paul on X. He's at Paul Stone Sports. Listen to his podcast as well, the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. Thank you, sir. We appreciate the time. Have a great weekend. Yep, you, you too. too. All right, he's not afraid of laying the nine and a half with the Ducks. Power ratings have changed. Wow. Great breakdown. I mean, it's, it is true. I mean, oh. they've dominated everybody. Washington, I, I would say Washington's schedule certainly has been stronger. Yes. Down the stretch oh, yes. here. Oh, yeah. But they're fortunate to be 12-0. and 0. I still, I, man, I like the under in that game. Oregon and, has brought their A game almost every week here, going back since that loss. Good point. What they've done. And uh, there's been no letdown. I mean, he nailed it. They're up 24 in the fourth quarter against USC before two garbage touchdowns. Well, you got to love the way they just took apart Oregon State, too. The Beavers are good. Yes. Unless, seven, held them to seven points. Yeah. They're well-balanced, man. Yes, and Knicks is hot. The most balanced, I would say, that program has ever had a team. Um, That's fair. You know, so back here on Follow the Money. It's Visa, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. 
It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. In the NBA, the game can change in an instant no matter how the action unfolds. You know DraftKings Sportsbook has your back. New customers can get 150 in bonus bets just for betting $5 on basketball. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code FOLLOW at DraftKings. The crown is yours. Good luck. Get up there. I will give you this uh, bit of news in the NFL moments ago. Um, Nothing major, but Adam Schefter tweeted out that uh, three-time All-Pro linebacker Shaq Leonard, he is visiting the Cowboys today. Uh, Later this week. Sorry, check that. Later this week, he should be with the Eagles. So he's going to visit both teams. Cowboys and then the Eagles. Visiting both. I mean, that guy, I I think, remember when he was cut by the Colts? The reaction was like, wait a second here. What are you doing? He's maybe yeah. your best defensive player. Yeah. So if a team like Philly or Dallas would land him, wow. I would say, why not? Why not take a shot? How about what, what Schefter also said? That he thinks he expects seven to ten coaches to be fired this year. <laughs> we've already I had think that, two. Num- that number makes sense because uh-huh. you have to include the two that we've already had, right? And then I... I do think that you're on to something, though, like I said earlier. If the Bears and the the Bears are not going to wave the white flag, folks. They're they're gonna try because they have that one pick already lined up from the Locked Panthers. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So this other one, they okay, so we float around seven, eight, what whatever. This team's gonna try down the stretch. And they want to see what Fields is gonna be like. If they win, we're getting plenty of reaction today from that area saying, trust me, if the Bears do a good job here and they win a bunch of games, they're not gonna fire their staff. Oh man. That's what I thought. You know? That's what I think. You can't bring Getzy back. And that's I know. Yeah, I know. And that was Eberflus's first win against a team that entered the game with a winning record and his first win in the division. So think about that. You couldn't put away a team that oh, gifted God. you four turnovers. Right. right. That's right. So that'd oh. be a major mistake. And concerning you can go grab Ben Johnson as well. What do you think happens tonight? Prediction time with the committee. Quick well, show, only half an hour. And then we uh, have the three-hour special and we play for Keep Sunday. I'm most intrigued what the committee does with Ohio State compared to Oregon. That's my biggest question. Really? Yeah, okay. because I think, I mean... I think the Buckeyes will be sixth. Behind Oregon? No. Yeah, yes. Uh, yeah, they'll be sixth ahead of Texas and Alabama. Excuse me. Okay, so yep. that's so you have... I'm guessing that you have Georgia 1, Michigan 2, Washington 3. I do. Florida State 4? No, Oregon 4, Florida State 5. Okay. That's another question that I have. I was think, Oregon just dismantled a top 15 team and Florida State struggle with a 5-7 and seven team? And Reese Davis is right. You're not doing your job if you don't point out that their best players out for the year. I think they're going to keep Florida State one spot ahead of Oregon for one more week. All right. And then it's going to come down to this weekend because if it's a struggle again against Louisville, and let's say, what if Oregon, if Oregon covers against Washington, they'll say, okay, that's we've seen enough. Florida State, current form, clearly not better than Oregon, not a top-four team in the country. We can't put them in the playoff. That's what I think. They're, I think they're going to let it breathe for one more week. Could be wrong. We'll see. But I do think that the committee has to have Oregon ahead of Ohio State. Yeah. But I don't know if they'll knock Ohio yeah, State that far. Yeah, how far will Ohio State drop? You lost, but it was close. But you were outplayed, and Michigan let you hang around. And that was the number three team in the country, so let's say that the Buckeyes do have a drop. Could it possibly be behind Texas? I don't think they'll drop that far. Could it be behind Alabama? No. No way it could no be behind way. Alabama. Alabama no way. I mean, that, that was a loss in my book. I mean, it was just Hugh Freeze gave them the game and the kid who fumbled the punt. But if both those teams, well, if Texas wins the Big 12 title game, they have to leap Ohio State, don't they? No, they will, yes. They have to then at that point. They'll yep. let that play out. Yes, but then if there's chaos, you're looking at the scenario of all these one-loss teams, which could happen. Now, Michigan's not going to lose, so they're, they'll be in. But if Oregon wins, one loss Washington, one loss Oregon, one loss Ohio State. If Alabama wins, one loss Georgia, one loss Alabama, one loss Texas. There is the disaster scenario we're talking about. The other two big talking points 
have been, could the SEC get shut out? Here's how the SEC could get zero in. Alabama beats Georgia. Michigan wins. Washington wins. Florida State wins. Texas wins. And that leads me to the other one, which I said earlier, that Booger McFarland, Pete Thamel, Pat Forty, who's on tomorrow, and he'll, he'll say, state his case, Dan Wetzel, Ross Dellinger from Sports Illustrated, Kirk Herbstreet. Games have to count. Results matter. They are taking Texas over Alabama. In that situation, I understand where you're coming from. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. But that is, I haven't, everyone keeps saying, trust me. Oh, McElroy was the other one. Greg McElroy, who went to Alabama, that they will take Texas over Alabama in that scenario. I, I don't think they'll take Florida State over Alabama. I, I That's another one, too. If I think it, you're right. If Alabama, be, you got to think about this. That will be considered the best win by any team in the country. That will end a very long winning streak, and the two-time champs will then be out of it in theory. I don't, I, I'm talking about how the committee's going to look at this and their talking points, right? They'll look at that and say Alabama now has they'll they will leap Florida State. And so Seminoles fans, I think you need to brace for that. Even I would say that even if you're impressive, let's say you win 27-10 against Louisville, if Bama beats Georgia. I think the committee is going to have Alabama ahead of the Seminoles. I think Florida State's going to be out. I don't, if, think, I don't think there's – unless they win by th- three or four touchdowns, I don't think there's any way you can put Florida State in. I, I just – well, undefeated. But they don't have their best player. This yeah. is so stupid. This is the easiest thing to handicap and point out. You are not the same team that we've been evaluating that beat LSU right. and had a great season. Your best player's out. And you looked like that against Florida. It's pretty easy to so, like, discuss. I mean, it's like, pretend this is the NBA playoffs for a second. Okay, take Giannis off the Bucks for an entire series. Take take uh, the Joker off the Nuggets for an entire series. Do you like their chances? Should they be in? If it was voted on, who who's going to make the Final Four? Of course not. You'd say, no, we have other teams that deserve to be in, and current form says that they're going to be better than that team. They don't deserve it. I think every like every logical thinking human being can get on the same page with this. It has to fact. It, it's not. It's not the right guard. It's not a middle linebacker. Yeah, it's a big position. Yeah, no doubt. We talk about it, this every single year. Like, how many positions mean anything to the point spread outside of the quarterback? How many players across the country? Not a lot. Like Travis means a ton. It's not the same team. It should be pretty obvious. And it's also what the committee chair says when Reese Davis gets the five minutes with him too. And uh, Reese usually asks great questions. He does. So we'll see what they're thinking and what they're feeling. What that? So yeah. So that's how I think it'll it'll come out tonight. Michigan won't leap Georgia, will they? Uh, I guess that's possible, but um, I don't think that'll happen. Well, they had Ohio State number no. two the entire yeah. time. Well, yeah. You know. I think they'll keep Georgia number one. I think you're probably right. Yeah. But I think I I would have Oregon ahead of Florida State, and I think there's a chance they do that. Based on what uh, what happened last week, uh-huh. um, so again, I'm I'm with you and I'm with Paul Stone that all these ten title games, these lines seem inflated in, all, in most of them. Uh-huh. We already touched on the Oregon game. Georgia's up to six. Texas, we're getting crazy here, up to fifteen. I agree with Paul. While well, the Michigan game, please, what are you going to do? It's Iowa, um, and and even the game out here, Boise State is favored out here, taking on UNLV in the matchup that was determined by the computers. And the, and the same thing with, I thought Toledo was a little bit short, but now it could be too high. Depends on who you ask, what, the, what does the backup quarterback look like with SMU? And you could, could you say the same thing about Troy, which I, I respect that program, but that's a big number as well. And they won the Sun Belt last year. An incredible coaching job. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Troy is uh, laying six and a half against App State, who's playing well. And the same thing about the MAC game. Saturday morning, which goes head-to-head against the Big 12 game, Toledo's up to 7.5 against Toledo. In the, in the first time they played, it was a low-scoring game. So I know we, we give them a lot of abuse on this show. Is Candle, has, who's blown more games as a double-digit favorite than this guy? But they have won 11 in a row. Their only loss, a late score they allowed to Illinois. They lost 30-28 to in the first meeting. They beat Miami, Ohio, 21-17 to on the road. And uh, they led 21-3 to at halftime and almost spit it up. So I know it was on the road, but on a neutral here, I'm a little bit surprised that uh, that uh, Toledo's laying this here. 
This is a uh, well-thought-out email from Troy in Sioux Falls. FTM at vcin.com is the email. He tells us he's been waiting for the Big Ten title game for two weeks. He told his wife he's putting a lot, multiple units, and various bets. He's watched every Iowa game, most of Michigan games, and uh, he's watched a lot of Big Ten football. I can tell you this is the exact carbon copy of Iowa versus Penn State okay. and Iowa versus Michigan two years ago. I've been tracking all books and lines. Favorite play, Michigan first half, minus 12 and a half. It's a 10-unit play for me, he said. Wow. First half total on Michigan, over 19 and a half. This game's going to be over with by the first quarter. End of the first quarter. Yep, he's probably right. I see it the same way. They're going to do absolutely nothing in this game. Iowa, team total under. What's the halftime score? 17 nothing? 24 nothing? That's 17, maybe. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yep. It just does. Up next, a superstar in the NFL avoided a serious injury, plus line moves for Week 13 here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.